like, just like straight off the bat, uh, you have been going through it this week. Man, man, like, it, the week hasn't even started and I got my ass kicked. So, okay, first off, you're gonna notice that I don't have my VTuber up. That is entirely my fault. And this is me because I did not plan to- uh, I did not anticipate things sooner. Um, I've mentioned before, I've spent a lot of, the, like, the past couple weeks, like, doing DMing games back to back to back to back. And I was supposed to have my last one yesterday, but it never happened because your boy, uh, had no internet since Monday. Uh, the heat waves are getting so bad in, Amer in like, my neck of the woods. I was praying for a goddamn storm, but no. Actually, the heating was so fucking intense, it actually caused a black uh, power outage in my area. Because all the electronics got fucked over. And while we got power back pretty quickly, relatively, uh, the internet got fucked up super bad. Got out super bad for three fucking days, where even though we got the power back on, I think the modem itself got fried, because I was going back and forth to Comcast to be like, hey... Uh, you want to fix this shit? And it's like, oh, I guess your modem's dead. Gotta replace the new one. So I end up having to go replace the modem. Uh, and even though I replaced it, everything's all hunky-dory. Everything broke again yesterday. So the fact that I'm even talking to you is like a goddamn miracle because this is the first time I've had internet since, like, Sunday. And even when I didn't have internet, I was like, okay, fine. Uh, we're just, if we can't have internet, I guess we'll just... Break out the old PS2. Just trying to play PS4 or Nintendo Switch is a pain in my goddamn ass because half the shit we want to do is impossible unless you have internet connection. So, fuck. But it's okay. I get the PS2. We get to, we get to play some Katamari Damacy. Play some Breath of, Wild, uh, Breath of Fire 4. We're enjoying all this cool retro shit. And then we find out we can't save because we think the memory card's broken. So as we're going to replace the modem, we go to this uh, nice video game store on the side and we're like, hey, can you fix this? And they just insert their memory card and it works perfectly fine. And I'm like, God damn it. It's fine. I get my PS4 and everything works properly again. And I feel like I'm going to have to do this again in two hours because while I was complaining, I was worried I wasn't going to be able to do the podcast because I haven't had internet all week. And it wasn't working when we installed the new modem, but it's working now. That's why I'm talking to you guys. So when the technician comes in two hours, I'm going to have to explain to them, hey, uh, it works now. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is. It, I, why do I go through a lot in three days? Why, like, I don't do a lot. But, it's, but when I do something, it's a lot all the time. Uh, yeah, you, 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 like, I, I, I know precious few people who, like, just get offered a shit burger to the same extent that you do. It is, it is hilarious. I, I, I like to imagine my life as a sitcom because it, I, I, I go through long periods of doing nothing going on. And then I go through short mini bursts of, hey, let me just go through this entire hailstorm of daggers falling from the sky. Huh. But yeah, that was my uh, weekend. Uh, how are you, Lhasa? <laughs> uh, well, I'm better than you, uh, that's for sure. Um, 
Now, um, so I've been kind of like a little bit of like a, a social recluse for for the past four days, I think, because oh. uh, Evo's been going on, and uh, I've just been focusing all my time and attention on that. Uh, it's been really fun. Uh, I I don't like. Do you know why? Like this year in particular, that uh, Evo has been kind of uh like special unfortunately not because i have not had access to the internet okay well uh you 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 wouldn't have to have had uh, access to the internet um to this week to to know so i'm gonna give you a little history lesson okay on evo so uh, evo used to be spearheaded by this guy called mr wizard and then Mm -hmm. In 2018, I think it was, uh, or 19, I don't recall. It, it was like before the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was found out that hey, Mr. Wizard is allegedly uh, a creepy sex weirdo. Oh no! Uh, oh yes. So um, we uh, <laughs> we had to fucking uh, like get him off the the fucking uh, off the board, so to speak. And that kind of left uh, Evo in in like limbo, uh, because like who's gonna spearhead it now? And then like they got some other people on 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 the board, and it, I believe it was also bought by PlayStation. Like they they started owning a, a certain percentage of Evo or something. And um, while that was happening, uh, weirdly enough, Pokimane of all people, uh, like got on the board of Evo. Um I even know though Pokemon was into finding games. She isn't <laughs> well I, I don't know. Uh, but all of a sudden we just say, yeah, a uh, board member Pokemon I'm like, fucking huh? And <laughs> uh, she was okay. also at, at, at the event and was just like around shaking hands and stuff and people were loving it. Um and then uh of course the pandemic hit which meant that people could not like show up in person and play and play fighting games, which you know, it's kind of like the the thing about fighting games, as opposed to stuff like League of Legends or Counter Strike or something. Yeah. This is not. Yes, you can play it online, but it is by far not the the most optimal uh, way I to heard play that, it. Like the like th- this was an opportunity to show how good rollback was supposed to be. Yeah, but the problem was that. Uh, like rollback was in like two of the games that was online, I think. Uh, yeah. So it 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 was just a trash fire, and like the view account was fucking abysmal. So this time, they finally had to, had the chance to put it like in person at Mandalay Bay, fantastic venue, um, and without Smash this time. So you know it smelled good, and so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and but but like people were pretty excited because like okay what does real evil feel like with PlayStation money and a board of directors like actually like taking care of this because th- let, let's not mince words here Fi- the FTC is pretty much ghetto it's pretty hi- like yeah. hip hop it it is pretty rap music it is fuckery which is typically Fuggery. why it, when when talking about uh evo or well uh the ftc it is uh often disassociated with esports so you have esports 
and and at the FTC. They're not the same. And so people were like, okay, are we just gonna be like completely fucking sterile? Like once we get in here, is it gonna be hi, Mark? I'm standing here at Evo, and we are now gonna turn it over to our sponsors, PlayStation. Get your play, like all that shit. Um, I'm happy to inform that that was not the case. Instead, mm. you could definitely tell that there was being a lot more uh, money and mm. care put into this. They had the guy who made the original evil rap, uh, Said uh, Hatani? I don't recall what his last name is. Uh, um, Red Rapper, uh, who made the original Evo theme. Um, like he, he did a remaster of that one. Uh, which was much more, much more modern and like they would play the instrumental version of that during ad breaks and shit and for every top 8 of every game they would have made a new unique song for that one of which was for the Ball Combat one which was done by you guessed it, Swartz and Omega Sparks um, oh, yeah. we had Casey Lee Williams okay. the Pull My Devil Trigger lady make the track for Melty Blood like these were not C like D list musicians. These were like actually really good uh, artists, and all of the songs on the of the different topics were fantastic. The visuals were much better, and it felt like much more organized. And it felt like this was what Evo has kind of like grown into, which was it's still very much a tournament, but it's also kind of like the E three for for fighting right, games. Yes. And oh. so we got a shitillion different announcements, most of which being, hey, fucking almost every video uh, fighting game under the sun, except for one, are going to get rollback uh, and, and, and crossplay. The one game that didn't get rollback is the fighting game called Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, which is so fucking funny because they were like, we have a special announcement for you. And everyone was like, roll back, roll back, roll, roll because back, roll back. Because, like, this game came out when the pandemic started. So, like, if there's been a game where you have felt, like, the the shitty netcode, it's been this. So everyone's like, roll by, roll by, roll by. And then the announcement comes that they're making a new, like, tournament online with no rollback. We got got one more executive to pound it into their face that rollback's important. So like uh, the, so like at the announcement tweet of it, <laughs> there is just as far as you can scroll down the same like dead eyed like soul crushed e- e- emoticon uh, like picture and no and no text to it just as like you can keep scrolling and no one is tweeting anything <laughs> but that people are so dejected by this uh, so that's been fun. Ah. Uh. God, uh, but, sounds but amazing. It, it was great, and again, I was legit uh, surprised with how like not sterile it was. Like, obviously, you don't have anyone like get in his ass or anything like that, like you would typically have in in yeah, in, like these fighting games. But like, I remember there was some time where I think we were watching pools of Dragon Ball Fighters, and a guy comes up and he legit has a T-shirt on that says "Legalize Eating Ass," <laughs> on, <laughs> and, and no one was stopping the man. He was allowed up on the fucking stage as well as anyone else, and I'm here for it. I guess, like, they they had to clean up a little bit, but, you know, they, you still got the spirit in there for the chillins. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, it's been great. 
And new characters for Street Fighter Six. We got Kimberly, the uh, the ninja, and Jury makes her fantastic return. The, the, like the designs are absolutely phenomenal. I don't know who is working on on the designs of uh, at, at Capcom now. Uh, but they're definitely like leaps and bounds better than they were in Street Fighter Five. Street Fighter Five was great with some of the designs, and the rest were like a huge miss. Uh, but here, like uh, you, you have obviously not seen it, but like with, with Street Fighter Six, they're like going back to the roots. They're going back to like the hip hop feel, the streets, the, I, the yeah. Uh, the I have seen I have seen new Jury Han, and I've seen her new like hair horns, and I was and like how perfectly straight they are, and honestly, just. I don't know, everything about it feels cohesive. It feels like it's got that air to it. I, I don't, it's hard for me to describe. But like, you know how like Street Fighter V felt a lot more realistic and this one actually feels, it's got a vibe, you know? Yeah, it, it's, it's stylized realism, I, I, would, I would call it. Um, yeah. But but I think like it was never shown as, as much with how much they're going back to the roots as with Kimberly. Because like she's you know she's a, a black girl who listens to mu- uh, music, and her pri- primary weapon as a ninja are spray cans, like and so like she's a ninja who tags graffiti, which is just like that concept alone is fucking phenomenal. Because like oh instead of you know the, the smoke bomb, she's throwing a spray can down, and the and the color is, uh, spray is what what hides her and shit like that. Like it's so, it's so clever and such a cool way of implementing the um the uh, the the street thing into into like movesets. It's really cool. Like the streets in Street Fighter, who'd have fucking thought? <laughs> yeah. Um... And yeah, as you said, Jurihan looks fucking amazing. Uh, food fetishist eating good because <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> I mean, oh oh shit! Is that actually? Oh, hang on, hang on. I, I'm, so I'm looking at the uh, character designs right now, right? And I'm like, is that fucking? Well, I'm looking at Blanca and I'm looking at fucking uh, Akuma, and I'm like, what the fuck? Why does oh, everyone okay. look fucking great? Yeah. So. Uh, these are okay this is official but it's not supposed it it got leaked and and people people were like is this just like a fan artist because like i don't know if you can tell but there's some of these character designs that are very different from like the normal ones like cammy has like completely removed her pigtails and is now like sporting a a, uh she got the buns yeah she's got a butt cut and uh uh and akuma looks uh, very very different as well, and so people were like, is this just like a fucking fan who made this? And then um, the the official Street Fighter Twitter was like, sometimes we get to see something that we shouldn't, but thank you so much for your positive feedback. And I kind of like confirmed, okay, this is like we were not supposed to see this, but it has now been confirmed. These are the characters that we're going to see, and I I don't think there is a single design amongst these people that doesn't look fucking fantastic. Wait, hold on. Is that fucking Rashid? Are we getting Rashid yeah. back? Yeah, oh, Rashid fuck back. yeah! My boy! <laughs> uh, I don't think Sakura's been shown. Um, I, 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 I don't have I've a list. I've seen some things for Sakura, but like, I'm not sure if she was like brought up or anything. Uh, I, I remember that uh, Ken 
uh, like he looks like a bum now, and that is apparently because in uh, like some of his story got leaked, and apparently it's because he um, they, they took his he, kids. Yeah, Yeah, no, no, seriously, that's what's going on. Like, he has apparently dedicated himself too much. Like, he he doesn't want to be left in the dust by Ryu. So he's, like, trying to now, like, dedicate himself as much to martial arts as Ryu. And that has unfortunately meant that he cannot, like, take care of his wife and kids. And so they've left him. So people are now saying that his typical wake up DP, which is normally stands (laughs) for Dragon Punch, now is wake Uh, up divorce (laughs) papers. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, it, it it like I I all I always love when they when they do these things with um, with fighting and characters where like you can see that time has has passed. Uh, it's the same thing they did with Guilty Gear uh, Strive, where like time has passed, the characters have changed, and like their designs are reflecting that. It's like um. Like it, like in Guilty Gear, like you can definitely tell there's like the continuation of the story, and I feel like that's what they tried to do with like Street Fighter Five, where like everything was like, oh, this new generation, this is what everyone is now. But you really feel it here in Six, at least looking at these designs. I didn't even realize that fucking DJ. Look at him. Yeah. The whole fucking character arc. It's like what fucking <laughs> happened to Kobe? Like what happened to Kobe in One Piece? Like you don't even recognize the same motherfucker. Who the fuck gives a character eye to fucking DJ? <laughs> his well, entire thing was that he smiled a lot and he has the maracas. That was his entire fucking thing. Now he's... He looks fucking ball... Everyone looks fucking baller. I'm I, just shocked. They... So, uh, in... Uh, oh, hi, Cluster Scholars. Welcome to the stream. I can see it's the first time you're joining us. Um... Uh, in in Street Fighter Five, they 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 kind of gave Akuma this big mane of his red hair, and people were like, "Ah, oh, this, this yeah. isn't looking great." But that was because like they were trying to give him like this lion visual thing. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, again, it didn't work. So like the fucking thing they did with Street Fighter Six is that oh they trimmed that hair, but they gave him like a lion's mane necklace or something and it looks at, like so much better man's got like furs of the fucking animal he ripped apart yeah he and probably I'm took that thing out it. with his bare hands <laughs> and and for, and and, uh, and Ryu, uh he like he's sporting like the sash over his shoulder so he looks a lot like goten uh, no, not Goten. Goken, which is like him and yeah. and uh ken's master so it's like oh he's reached enlightenment and apparently like this, the timeline for Street Fighter is all over the fucking place because apparently five was before four, and slightly okay. before three or after three. I don't recall. Like I believe yeah. three is like the latest one. So this is, yeah. and so now six is gonna be like at the after end of the that. timeline. Yeah, after that. And so uh, in three, apparently uh, Ryu learns to control his dark Hado within him, and so. If you listen to his theme, which I wish I could play it here, but it's, I think it's copyrighted. Uh, <laughs> it, it's much like they, they're returning full to, to the hip hop feel. And his is so like 
fanfaric and fantastic with big like trumpets it's like yeah our boy fucking did it he overcame his, his the darker dough and now he's just fucking living life and it's just like oh, oh it's so good character development yeah big ass character development so this is just very fucking stupid but i i just looked at del sim and he's got like the okay hands <laughs> i know it's i know i know it's an actual fucking like um it's like a, it's a it's a locata. It's a it's a it's a charm, but it's just I couldn't I couldn't stop thinking about it. Got him. Ah, oh, everything's so everything's so good. I want to pick this up. We're, oh, hell on, wait. PS Five, PS Four, Xbox, and PC. Okay, good. We're good. We're good. We're gonna play it. Yeah, uh, uh, a lot of people don't. Uh, I don't think notice, but uh, you and I. There's actually a video on my Let's Play channel where you and I were actually fighting. In uh, in in Street Fighter Five, you, you like you, the you, you the only the only. I went really really. I tried to go really hard, and then there was an issue because my dad took the PS4 back to his house, and then I just had to stop. Mm. Rip. But now it's on PC, so fuck it. I'm good now. I'm trying to find the fucking uh, the. <laughs> image of the different characters just so like the people at home who are watching the stream hi by the way uh can can see the oh hold on uh, let me get the gematsu thing uh, i i i have them here but i'm like trying to find the picture in my picture folder because i have so many fucking pictures um <laughs> in the meantime uh I'm, oh there we go there we go uh and then show bada bing bada boom there we go so uh yeah uh all of these look fucking fantastic um rashid looks so fucking cool now i'm so happy that they went away from that weird tech ninja guy and just like made him look like like a uh, like an oral chic who just like is ripped as fuck <laughs> honestly just he, okay, uh, okay, real uh, real talk. Rashid was my favorite character in SF5. Oh, really? The clout guy? Really? Shut the fuck up! You're right, though. But no, he was cool as shit! Because he was zipping all over the place. And, like, I, I thought the tech ninja was kind of... Eh? But, you know, Rashid was fun to play and he was fun to look at. Now, he looks like a fucking baller! Yeah. Um... I, I like looking at, at at them now. I think like I'm very interested in seeing Marissa and AKI, like uh, and Mimi. Like, what the fuck are these characters going to be like? Probably, well, Marissa, like you can probably tell, is going to be like a boxer kind of type, uh, or like uh, a MMA. That that, that looks like some Muay Thai clothing. So, Muay, Muay Thai, yeah. Oh wait, but, is Lily just holding fucking kukri or like donkey sticks? What the hell? Uh, I think they're like the that African club thingy. Yo, she dual wielding. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Honestly, I mean, like the whatever whatever the fucking case is, we're gonna have a fantastic game on our hands. Yeah, it's also really interesting because it really feels like they're like exploring. Um, like a, a new like not just giving us the same old thing like guile for example has a thing where if you make a perfect input with his um sonic booms you get a powered up sonic boom so 
Like it is, it's encouraging you to learn the exact moment that you need to throw sonic booms. Oh. Uh, and he, and even his his uh, level three super is like it's not just a flash kick; it's now both like sonic booms and flash kicks. Like they they've taken them up a level. So uh, I can't wait to 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 see more of this. It's all obviously also going to have rollback, and people are posting pictures of uh, what's called team battle. And there's a lot of uh, images that are showing that, like, two characters are going up against other two characters. So it uh, it really like it makes people think that um, we're going to get like where like let's say you and I, I play one character, you play one character, and then we go online and we fight two other people. Oh shit! Which if they do that, that would be fucking sick. Like imagine tournaments like that. It's like, like, like even like, like I was imagining like if it, like a, like a, like a. The, my first thought was like uh, watching Lythero streams with in like Dragon Ball Fighters, where like each player holds onto a character and they just tag in. If yeah. it was just something like that, I'd be hyped. But it, but like I, I'm looking at it right now, and it's like two, it's like simultaneously, and I'm like, ugh, fuck. There, there was this like mode in a uh, Street Fighter Alpha where like it was like Ryu and Ken. But it was horribly unbalanced. Oh yeah, here, where you can I'm just like, fucking dunk on fucking bison. <laughs> oh yeah, it's hilarious. And I'm like, at first I have apprehension, but this looks fucking dope. I I don't fucking... think it's going to be where like two people are fighting at the same time. I think it is going to be like a tag system, like Dragon Ball Fighters, or like switch out like in King of Fighters, where oh you beat me, now it's time for the other guy to come in kind of vibe i don't know but uh if you want to like take the game in a bold new direction i think this is the way to do it i think like this could honestly change not it, it sounds so dra- dramatic when you say but like it could change mm-hmm. the landscape of the fgc by by doing this because now you are effectively making it like a team sport oh yeah e- even if it's just two which like is going to make it so much more different and interesting to see it to just like have tournaments and stuff um so i i am big hopeful um if nothing else it looks fantastic but to not spend too much time on street fighter 5 another thing that has happened is that we got a new character for guilty gear oh yeah we got the new character for guilty gear the uh bridget uh, long-awaited bridget yeah i fucking love yeah, so I, I was about to bring up. I fucking love how, like, when they showed the trailer, you can, if you look at fan reactions, you can see the, mo- uh, like, it starts out where you just see a string, and then the camera, like, pans downwards, and you then see the yo-yo hanging off of the end of the string. Uh, string. So, like, at first you think, oh, is this, like, a guitar string or something? But then when when you see that it's a yo-yo, the crowd just fucking explodes. I think <laughs> you have a fantastic character design on your hands that... When that is all that you need to show, people are immediately aware. Like, okay, okay. <laughs> it's it's that it's that whole gotcha thing that happens where you like you lead the line down, and then everyone's like, "What the hell? Who is this? Is this something we've already seen?" But no, bait and switch, motherfucker, and then everyone explodes. Yeah, like like the the reaction to Bridget is just fantastic. At least alone, just because. Bridget looks fucking amazing to play with. Yeah, she 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 looks absolutely fantastic in in terms of 
like also design and music they they perfectly captured that happy-go-lucky attitude that she seems to have where like even in the trailer she's just like d- walking the dog with her fucking yo-yo and like this they, they keep switching the backgrounds as if like she's taking in a trip across continent like it, it <laughs> I, I i always love these uh, trailers that they do for the different characters in in Guilty Gear, just because like it's not just showing the character. They throw in some graphic elements or different conveyance tools with it. That's just like super uh, like charming. I remember even when Biking came out, there was all these cool like graphics on screen whenever she was doing stuff. It like they they they, they are on the ball and um, a thing that I appreciate because uh, I fighting games i don't know if that's a big secret i'm wearing a fucking ryu t-shirt right now um uh bunny i'm not gonna get into that one um but um uh there was uh oh fuck that that kind of like took me out of it (laughs) damn uh yeah i I, guess we gotta i guess we gotta talk about the bridges in the room huh uh okay but first we'll we'll touch on it very quickly but Uh, so there was this whole thing that before it took forever to get in to um to get into actually guilty gear because like oh it had to like connect to servers and then it had to like set things up and shit so like there was like a fucking almost minute long loading every time that you had to boot up the game which was just fucking Mm. obnoxious uh i booted it up yesterday and like that's just sucking gone it takes like it is so much faster just to get into the actual game now which is uh, a real blessing but improvements I think, uh, seeing that it has been brought up, and we are the most well-equipped people to talk about this, and not at all people who are well-known for uh, putting a foot in our mouth, uh, we need to probably talk about the whole Bridget situation, because uh, there's been a, like, of course, when you reveal a character like this that has such a rich history, and then uh, it comes out that, uh, like, okay... How do I put this? When there's a lot of, would you like? Would you mind me so you can keep your, you can preserve your own thing? I'll, I'll, I'll try. I'll put my foot in my mouth for this one. I, I, I can set it up. Okay. So in earlier games, Bridget was uh, a, a boy in uh, in women's clothing. I am not entirely caught up with the story about it, but there was apparently something where this. Feminine clothing was forced upon Bridget. However, mm. in Strive, there is now an ending in which she's talking with uh, Gold Lewis Dickinson, the oldest of the OGs, um, where uh, Bridget more or less, like, uh, where um, uh, Gold Lewis says, uh, Godspeed, cowboy or uh, cowgirl. And Bridget uh, says that. Uh, a girl is fine because she can't lie to herself anymore. She is indeed a girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's been like a ton of back and forth between like people trying to discredit this, people saying that it's because of bad translation, people saying that it is a um, a walk back of what was being set up in the previous games where like this persona was forced onto Bridget and Bridget was not at all okay with it. And people are also saying that it's happening because uh, that it, like apparently 
Bridget says this when you get the not perfect ending, where like if you lose a lot, uh, you get like a different outcome than if you like basically perfect every fight. So people are saying like, oh, this is the bad ending where she like admits to being a girl. Uh, so there's a ton of back and forth about it. Hmm. The the thing I what I come to understand doing like a very minute minute thing of research. The from what I from what I'm here to understand the basic premise of Bridget's story up until this point was, um, the, Bridget was a twin, there a twin of two males, and that seen as a bad omen. So to avoid the bad omen, Bridget was forced to be a girl. This sounds very similar to like a of all fucking things a Danganronpa uh, plotline, which I'm also not very uh attuned with. But from the idea, because of that whole thing, and the, it was the story was perceived as like fighting against this imposed stereotype to have them admit they were a girl or be okay with it is 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 seen as like bringing like a internalizing abuse which again i have this was just what i've been told to secondhand i have no goddamn i'm so far behind on like uh on on the fucking um guilty gear lore i need to do a lot more study on my own i would have done earlier if my internet wasn't fucked up but what i can basically tell this has been a very very hot button issue and whether whether this was a mistranslation, whether it was from word of God, from the developers himself, because I've been hearing, like, I haven't even heard a straight answer there, where at first it was a translation error, then it was from the Japan, then it was actually reconfirmed to be a translation error. Nobody can seem to get an idea what's going on. It's just a big clusterfuck. Yeah. Um, I, our our if, official if stance. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I, I I feel like there's a lot of this that is just like people who have like an opinion on the matter. They kind of like pick and choose what answers they find and then like showcasing those. Uh, mm. It won't be the first time that it's also been fabricated. So again, we, we, we don't know. The way that I see it is that mm. like Daisuke Ishiwatari, the, the writer of, of the games, is not yeah. opposed to like all these... Uh, gender like topics at all for example yeah. testament ha is and has always been gender neutral that has always yes. been like th their thing there's never been any oh well non-binary i don't recall what term to use i'm sorry but uh it, like that that has always been the case like from the fucking get-go and and like that has been like hard confirmed that that's just what they are and i fucking uh i'm, I'm here for it i think it's really cool um yeah as for 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 Brit so like the step to go oh Bridget is now trans, I don't think that is like it's not out of nowhere and would mm -hmm. would fit with like the the perspective that uh, Daisuke Ishiwatari has like you and I we we've talked about it with One Piece where hey Oda has a surprising big amount of trans people and crossdressers in in his works so like mm -hmm. some people just like have these things in there. As for the whole, like, internalizing trauma and stuff, I, like, okay, that could Again, be, like, but, but, but at the same time, look at yeah. Bridget. 
It yeah. this doesn't look like a character that is internalizing grief and torment. It looks like a person that is living their best life. Does this look like someone who's internalizing a yo-yo into your sternum? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, I, I, of course, can't say what is and what isn't, but it doesn't seem like out of left field to to make uh, to. I, it sounds so bad, but to make Bridget trans or not. And, like, the whole internalizing grief is, like, I don't think that's it either. Because, again, like, you would have a more tormented character. Like, that that would fit better with how Testament carries themselves. But with yeah. the way Bridget carries uh, herself, like, she's happy, she's having fun, she's laughing, she's even, like, uh, like she has this whole thing of, like, coming to terms with, like, her identity. It doesn't feel like it's... Like, yes, it's in the apparently not perfect scenario, but that that doesn't necessarily make, like, this revelation or uh, acceptance a bad thing. Like, like she still won. I mean... My idea with taking this is that I do not... One, this is a trailer. I just do not have enough information of what the hell the context is, what the line actually is supposed to be, until Bridget actually comes out and we go through their story and we see them frame by frame. Hmm. So this could just be a whole bunch of weird, like, internet weirdos who are terminally online just fighting each other and just ruining it for everyone else who just wants to have a good time. Hmm. So I, I'm, I'm just going to enjoy Bridget and go yo-yos go, go burr. Yeah. Um, I, and, like, I'm... Like I, I don't know if if it's harmful or whatever, but I'm like, yeah, okay, it, this is a, a trans girl mm-hmm. now. I'm fine with that. And uh, I was even like, I linked it to to Ruby just because I thought it was so cool. Because in the voice line, it is effectively going, "Are you a boy or a girl?" And Bridget goes, "I'm a girl," because that's what I feel like is the true me. And I thought like that was so like interesting because like typically when you have a video game that 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 deals with trans things it's like oh this character out of nowhere is just trans and nothing is done with it or like they are trans when like we introduced to them but mm. he uh, or uh, i i think that you call it coding where it's like yeah they may be trans we don't know it's up to you um and and so with, with bridget it was very much like no like no doubt about it like this was full-on a character that just went yeah i have uh either a boy or girl and i choose girl Uh, and Mm -hmm. and i uh, i may have been a boy before but now i'm a girl so like this was full-on a character that was admitting on quote-unquote camera to be trans which i have never seen before and honestly i i think that was a pretty interesting and kind of brave thing to do Especially with a character that is already pre-established, it is so easy to make a character and then have them do it, because like then yeah. they become the character that then turn trans. But this is, if we are to believe what 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 uh, the the story is presented at at um, at face value, is a character that uh, is established and grows as a character to then uh, learn to accept that they identify as a girl, which. I ha- can't think of a single game that has done otherwise in at least not in any main titles. Probably there's a ton of that in indie games, but I can't remember seeing that in in like a AAA title like like Guilty Gear. 
I'm trying to like think of examples, but my mind immediately went to Celeste, and Celeste is like I think considered an indie game now. Or... Yeah, it's a, it's an indie game. Yeah, it's an indie game. So, no shit, you're right. Yeah. Leave it to Dicey the Chad you to fucking pull this off <laughs> again. I, I don't. It would be Dicey. It would be Dicey, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it would be Dicey. I, I I don't recall what it was, but I was like uh, telling someone. Uh, something uh, about uh, oh yeah, uh, so Gold Lewis Dickinson is the Secretary of Defense, and he's walking around swinging a coffin uh, uh, that uh, on a chain that has an <laughs> alien in it, and then um, and then I don't recall who I was telling it to. I think it was my friend Sebastian. And I was like, that sounds fucking weird. And then I go, uh, it's a Guilty Gear character. And he's like, okay, that makes sense now. <laughs> Just because if it's Guilty Gear, fuck it. Fuck it. I love it. Uh, there were bad intentions behind it. Bridget was created in a period of time where this kind of stuff was not very well handled after all. So the character arc she has is very complicated to handle the person. I agree with that as well. Yeah. Just because, like... Because cause it could have been, like, the intention was that Bridget was trans to begin with, but Japan being Japan, as it always is Japan, mm. obviously wouldn't have let that fly so easily. So sometimes you gotta you have to, like, you know, wrap it up like that. Yeah. It is very, again, like, my, my stance is, like, if Bridget is trans, then Bridget is trans. If Bridget is not, then Bridget is not. My idea is, like, I want to see what Bridget is when the whole game comes out. Yeah. So we can all put this to bed and we don't have, like, people pushing each other. Because the fact is, with the matter is, we got this from, like, people screaming at each other at Twitter instead yeah. of, like, the announcement. And we couldn't really come up with our own thing before Twitter went crazy with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, my uh, whole thing. Yeah, like, where I'm at with Bridget is that with um, Testament, I got hit by that gender neutral. But now I'm getting hit with that gender mix-up. Um, <laughs> so, uh, that's a little fighting game joke. Uh, I, I, I played around with Bridget. She's fun. Uh, not for me. Uh, she's a little too, like, basic in, in a sense, uh, but all of her animations are fucking phenomenal. Uh, fantastic. Uh, great character. Um, hope that she gets like some pros who, who, who would like to play her, uh, just so you can see like some of the absolutely crazy shit that she can do. Um, but yeah, so uh, that was a lot of talk about fighting games. Um, yes. But uh, hey, guess what? I'm a, I'm a big fighting game fan. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I want. I don't know, like just. Uh, There's a point I wanted to bring with Street Fighter Six. I just want to like really touch on really quick. Yeah, sure. So sorry if I'm walking back. Um, I don't know how to like explain this with proper words, but like. Even though I'm ve I'm very I, I fall off fighting games pretty quickly. I'm always there remembering at launch what like the general vibe is, hmm. and I know I felt this with four, and I definitely felt this in five. But there was always like this air of apprehension. The hmm. games always got good later on, but like at the start, Street Fighter always felt a little. Eh, I don't know about this, but like Street Fighter Six is like. I think I can say the first game I haven't seen anyone had any apprehension towards. So like none of the redesigns were like so eh, it's just everyone's just fucking hype all over. So um in uh, during Street Fighter 5 uh mm -hmm. the there was uh they came out uh, 
The director of Street Fighter V, and I believe also Street Fighter IV, is Yoshinori Ono, I think his name is. Uh, ono, mm-hmm. this is what he's... Uh, and, and like, from what you can tell when he's at EVO or any other uh, event, he's typically, like, a guy who likes to have fun. He always has, like, this little toy Blanca in his, uh, in his pocket, and he, mm-hmm. like, talks with that, and he's like, oh, Blanca says you want a new trailer, uh, um, and, and stuff like that. So it, it, it's really wholesome. But apparently it has come out during uh, Street Fighter V's production that he is actually kind of a tyrant and mm. uh, very much like not very good at directing a, a project. So when mm. Street Fighter V, I don't recall if you remember, but when Street Fighter V came out, it had like six characters and barely fucking functioned. It yeah, was, I remember that. <laughs> it, it was pretty bad. And apparently, according to insider sources, um that was because of bad management by Ono. And apparently he also had a, fa- a hand to do in Street Fighter 4, which uh, also had some design issues that uh, that was because of him. Uh, one of the main mm. mechanics of that game, which is uh, called FADC, uh, Focus Attack Dash Cancel, uh, was a bug. It wasn't intended to be used in a, in the way that it was, but uh, then like people started using it for all kinds of dumb shit, and then like they retroactively made it a thing, um, which is also how the combo got started. So you know that's cute, but damn, like it, it's when when you see Ono and 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 the stuff that he's worked on, it becomes apparent that he like he was a nice guy when you you saw him at events, but apparently he wasn't very good at his job. So. After season four, three, uh, the second to last season of Street Fighter V, he either got kicked or left voluntarily, um, and um, and like two new people took over, and then they made like the latest season, and pretty much every character that they released was like leaps and bounds more interesting than the ones that we'd seen before. And they even implemented a new mechanic called V-Shift, which is a new like defensive mechanic, which is also now in Street Fighter VI. And oh. and so and, and people were like, wait, the music is actually much better as well. And we're getting like much better communication from Capcom about what's going on here. And uh which is something that was very lacking at uh doing Ono's thing, where it was just like, hey are we going to get a new net code? And then there was like fucking nothing. Uh, and and these guys would like communicate almost weekly or and answer like questions on Twitter and stuff like that. So like there was this really open communication, which was really nice. And it just like felt like everything was getting like a step up. Now we move to Street Fighter Six, and apparently these are the same people who are spearheading it. And it just feels like it's much more in capable hands now. Oh, that's insane. I had no idea that was what was going on behind the scenes. Yo. So, again, like, the people who have come out about this is uh, are anonymous. And I think, like, that is primarily because, like, Ono is, like, he's a big name in, in, in the scene. And you don't want to mm. talk shit about him. Uh, so, obviously, with this information, you can kind of, like take it with a grain of salt like as you should with anything that comes out anonymously but uh it has been backed up by other people who are in the in the inside but those two are being kept 
anonymously. So like, there's a lot of anonymous people cooperating each other's stories, and like, you can just look at Street Fighter Five and go, that wasn't very great. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, and now you can look at Street Fighter Six, which just seems to nail it. They they had their first logo, which was not great. Mm. <laughs> uh, the new logo is something that makes me cream my pants. Actually, hold on. I'm going to fucking bring it up. Just because I'm going to, like, my designer ass needs to talk about this. Hold on. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. I'm going to learn today. So uh, let's see if we can't find the... All right, let's just use this one. Ah, oh, fuck it's a okay. Hold on. It's one of those web p files. Yeah. Which, which I found. So I found out because I was uh, working with uh, with a guy who makes websites. The reason why you use web p files is basically because like they're the new. Um, what 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 do you yeah, call it? Like uh, it's it's a new format is it for web. Is is it, is it wait is it for web three or is it like just. Because it's easier to, because it's a lot smaller. Yeah, they, so they used to use a type of um, file type. I, I forget the fucking name, which is a fucking SVG. SVG. They used to use mm-hmm. SVG because like those were like super small uh, for logos and stuff. So WebP is like the new thing where like they they are uncompressed in a in a good uh, well they're compressed but like not in a big way, and uh, they, so they don't take up a lot of space, which means that your site loads faster which means that you get better seo be that as a way i found an image all right so <clears throat> mm-hmm. here we have uh, the new street fighter 6 logo if you uh look at the left one you have a six and then if you then flip it down you have the vi which is the Roman six. So whether you, yes. uh, b- because Street Fighter has, has kind of like flip flop between having uh, a Roman number and a normal number. So <laughs> fuck um, it, we're doing both. Yeah. So fuck it. We're now doing both. Uh, it's also in a, I forget what the English word is for it, but like a, um, but like a six sided uh, square, which, well, a hexagon, 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 hexagon. Yes, um, which you know, it's also fitting both because like fighting arenas. So sometimes this it's typically an an octagon, but uh, so there are also known to be uh, like hexagons, uh, and just like it, it, it. I just fucking love the idea that you now have um, the uh, the 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 six both in Roman numerals and um, in in like. Normal. regular numeral yeah, yeah. uh which that is, is brilliant yeah it, it is fucking fantastic just because like it, as you said it was like what do you want uh i don't know fuck it you'll get both um <laughs> it is also just like a uh, leaves and bounds better than what the original uh street fighter 6 logo was which was found out to just be like that SF in the hexagon was just something people found on adobe stock logos yeah that was a bit basic uh so yeah not great but um now now we now we have fucking magic in the making 
I, I, I like I like I will pretend that, that was a placeholder thing, and that nobody was ever going to it was never going to stick, because I couldn't imagine Street Fighter Six where that was gonna be. Our fucking logo. That was. That's what you see in like some somebody's first like uh somebody's first like a uh, logo for when they're starting out YouTube or some shit. This is not multi billion dollar franchise here, you know. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, uh, that 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 looks great. Um. Yeah. People, were, no. people were expecting to see something new from Mortal Kombat as well. Uh, well, NetherRealm Studios, but we, we got nothing from them. Um, Do we have a few more days of Evo, or is it all concluded? Oh, it, it's all over. But as uh, okay. as Maximilian put it, with NetherRealm Studios, they're kind of like the big dogs in terms of like... like they, like. I don't think that the Mortal Kombat games are the best fighting games in the world, but they are absolutely like the most easily accessible for like the casual uh, crowd just because like there's so much content and (laughs) fatalities and all that stuff uh so like the they don't show stuff at at evo they show it at like proper video game shows like gamescom or e3 or something like that um little disappointed that we didn't see anything from dnf duel um but Mm. what can you do didn't the game like come out recently, so it's, it still needs to like sit in the pot to do a little longer, or what do you think? Uh, I I I don't know, like because m- most fighting games have the um ha- uh, have a thing now where like they come out and then almost at the same time they show like not a roadmap but like a a season pass, like when the characters and new stages and stuff are gonna come out. Just because, mm. like, that's what keeps life in a fighting game is, like, new characters and new stages and all that stuff. Uh, but the thing about DNF that is so fucking wild is that there's no communication whatsoever. It's the exact problem that we talked about with Street Fighter. I, like, again, people didn't know what the the HUD uh, UI looked like before before the beta came out. Like, that, yeah. that is how, like, little they have communicated. Uh, which is a shame because I, I fucking love the game to bits, um, and I just want more. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I cross my fingers and pray that this shit's gonna get um they're gonna open up communications or they're at least going to like not drop things on a random Tuesday on the week. A Tuesday on a t- on a Tuesday. Oh, actually, no. Maybe Tuesday would be good because then we could talk about it. Anyway, the podcast the next day. The, the the reason why I, I say it like that is just because like for the Street Fighter uh, Five rap song, they uh, there's a fucking bard that is like trying to hit me with a with an ume on a Tuesday, and so uh, an an ume shuryu is like uh, is a shuryuken that was uh-huh. done by uh, uh, Dago Umehara. I don't recall oh. like what what exactly defines. Uh, on Umeshuryu, but that that's just what it is. But the thing is that when they say they hit you with an Ume, shu, uh, Ume on a Tuesday, they use the fucking clip from the Street Fighter movie where <laughs> Bison says, for me, it was Tuesday. So it oh it, it, it just has like that, mm, that gravitas. <laughs> well, I guess Tuesday would be special then. <laughs> yeah, it would be perfect, actually. 
Uh, but if you want to hit us with an ume on a Tuesday, where can they hit us, Lhasa? Uh, they can hit us with it at webcastrelief at gmail.com. So, <laughs> Cloudy, in case they want to uh, fucking ume show you, you into a FADC into a CA uh, into an OTG where could they send that? Uh, definitely not Evo I'm not good enough to, to go there but you can you can do that to me at webcastrelief at gmail.com I don't uh, I don't even think I know what I just said but I think it's, <laughs> I think it's correct <laughs> Logically, potentially, we'll have to figure it out. Yeah. Okay. First one is a question from Shane O'Brien. And he says, Dear Cloudy and Lhasa, hope all is well with you. And as this day writing is the 11th... As the day writing this is date 11 years ago, I first came across the webcomic relief, all thanks to finding out about the extensive Chris Chan. So, I guess, hey, thanks for watching. Have you been here for 11 years? Uh, I don't remember that long. I think it's, it's longer than that, because I, rem- uh, I seem to remember that I started the Webcomic Relief on my 18th birthday, and I'm now 33. Oh, shit. Shit is old, damn. Oh, God, damn. Uh, anyway, uh, here are your questions. Uh, question one. Uh, to go with the old times of old reviews of webcomics, which ones would you like to redo again? Now that you experience more... This is, I'm, I'm sorry, Shane. These are very hard to read today. I don't know why. Uh, question one. To go with the old times, what old reviews of webcomics would you like to redo again now that more of your experience now if you can? You know, you might have the I hate anything to have to do with Furry's review might be one. But I would love to hear if there's any others. Okay, so let me rephrase this because I know you've answered this multiple <laughs> times. But say there was looking back at your like your season one and maybe your season two reviews. Mm. If you didn't review one of those then, but you came up to them now, which one would you kind of be interested in looking at? Uh least I could do, I think. That was the I hate anything I have to do with furries, right? No, that's concession. Okay, um, yeah, sorry. Least I could do is the, uh, Ryan Summer, uh, the guy. Oh, looking, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That looking for group, uh, just because that at the time I was like a huge fan of Least I Could Do. I just thought that all of the jokes were really funny uh, at the yeah. time because like dumb little teenager, uh, but they have not aged well. Um, mm. and I remember like even when I was uh, reviewing it there was like a lot of fucking like talk about how uh, Ray, uh, Ryan Summer was actually a uh, like kind of a prick I, mm. I can't confirm nor deny that um, I've talked with people since then who also know him would say that I won't make uh, like they wouldn't say that he was necessarily a prick, but he's definitely eccentric, and I can sometimes mm. come across as like weird. Uh, and I, I I just think that these are um, like th- this would be interesting to look at today because 
I don't think that there's any doubt that there has been a change in the perception of media from then to now. People have mm-hmm. gotten a whole lot more soft. And like that, that's not, like I don't want to sound like one of those right wing. Oh, people are so soft now because like there there are things that like are genuinely horrible. No, like no matter what timeline, but like we yeah. have gotten more like prone to be upset over stuff, uh, even when it was just like jokes. Again, Will yeah. Smith walking up on stage and smacking Chris mouth in the mouth for what is a joke. So uh, I I think it would be interesting to see uh, this comic just because like it is like thinking back on it, it is very misogynistic, and I just think like that would be an interesting thing to tackle uh, just because of like the change in times. Also, just because, like, I don't think, like, it was a very good review back then. Mm. Okay. But I also think, like, it wasn't a good review because, like, this was back when I was just, like, basically ripping off Spoonie and Nostalgic Critic. And so, like, it always had to be criticism, criticism. Ha ha, funny how much I am angry about this thing. Um, And this was a comic that I liked. So, like, I was kind of on my own in trying to make a positive review funny, which... I remember having some troubles with. <laughs> no, you got good. <laughs> um, I can't answer this because I don't have a review of the webcomic relief. So, boom, we'll go to the next question. <laughs> uh, question two, who would you marry, fuck, or kill? Jackie Diaz of How I Became Yours and What Dreams May Become Fame? Nick Simmons of Incarnate or Andrew Dobson? Fuck Mary Kale, Jackie Diaz, Nick Simmons, or Andrew Dobson. Uh, fuck Jackie Diaz because again, if I Why if memory if memory serves me well, she looks fantastic. Um, yeah, marry Nick Simmons because hey, money, and kill <laughs> uh, Dobson because Dobson. Oh, I just oh, I didn't realize this because like uh, of like Jackie Diaz, and we're saying of fame. Introduction of being a cunt online fame. I did a lot. <laughs> Good one, Shane. And I, you know, I think I think Lassa picked like the the correct, the correct way to do it. Yeah, because you'd because you, then you'd be because then you would be kind of in laws with Gene Simmons and be like, yo, kiss. I guess. <laughs> okay. Um. Let me see. Some other questions. Okay. Um. Let's let's see if we can answer this one. Uh, this one's from Jericho, and they said, "Hey, I got another question for you guys." And a lot of my experience with this question comes from the battle royale genre, so this may or may not apply to games you've played. But I'd love to hear your takes on how it affects them. And he asked, "Why are a lot of modern?" Or recent release multiplayer games so sweaty, as in casually playing the game on solo queue or public lobbies isn't fun anymore. Why does always someone? Why does it seem like everyone is trying to be, trying so hard to be the next esports legend? It feels like there's less and less room for people who just play an occasional match compared to those who play for like eight hours a day every day. Thanks, Jerry. Uh. So. I guess he's like talking about like the influx of tryhards online. Yeah, um, I think that because that's actually a very interesting thing. I think that it's because of the change that 
these esports celebs have have gone through. It, they they used to just be, hey, Kevin is really good at 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 playing Mortal Kombat. Oh shit! Oh, Kevin is so good. To now being like seeing these people on on like a main stage and getting like ten uh, like a big salary for essentially just playing video games. Uh, mm. I know that in Denmark, uh, you can actually like go to real fucking school and get like gaming as a curriculum. Like, it, like the, the the perspective has kind of changed, and these um, these really good players have kind of become like famous people, like similar to movie stars or rap gods or whatever the fuck. And mm-hmm. so, like, there's much more of an incentive to wish to become like them. And so, like, people are, are tr- going to try and be more like them. And typically, if you play, like, the um, Battle Royale games, these are typically um, being, how do I put it, um, filled with, with, with people who... who who are playing uh, first-person shooters or third-person shooters, and those typically come across as like they like a lot of them uh, are thriving off of being toxic. Like, oh, mm. it's funny to troll people and 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 stuff like that. And so, like, there's just becoming more of a a community in which like you have to roll with the punches where you. Uh, is more BM than than like we used to. Um, I I I think that may be it, but honestly, I I I honestly don't know. Uh, from like an American insight, I kind of like I'm kind of like seeing this the same way parents kind of push their kids into sports. Because believe it or not, one of the hot the one of the highest paying jobs in America you can get. Aside from like being a politician and rigging things into your own pocket, is like being a sports coach for like a college because you know things like sponsorships, things like adulation and fame. Like people will dedicate their lives and their children's lives and groom them into becoming these sports stars. And when gaming kind of gets like a slice of that, when you get a little piece of that pie, everyone wants to jump into that whole pie of being famous. So they so a lot of them will push themselves where you have to question are they even having fun anymore? But there's while there are people like that, there's also definitely people who just really have fun being right. as competitive as possible. Because there you, you can't discount like the people who just get that fucking rush of adrenaline just pulling off really wacky bullshit. Yeah. Uh like to just to pat myself on the back a little bit, um in my uh, Rise of Road to Glory, where I play fighting games online, I have like this very strict rule that if I can see that someone does not ha- currently have the controller in their hand, I'm immediately going to stop hitting them. I always try and like play with the best of manners, just because like it 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 feels better to win proper than like stealing a win. But then again, yeah. I am also aware that I am of the older generation, and there are people who are just like all about like rank points and what 
level they are or tier they are and i'm not saying those people are playing wrong because if they were the game would not cater to them specifically all i'm saying is like that's not for me um but that probably all that's probably also a thing in that you typically get rewards nowadays for leveling up in call of duty you get new guns you get new skins you get new clothes and all this stuff and in call of duty uh, counter-strike you get access to crates which you can sell for real money um <laughs> all this stuff so that there's a lot of more like incentives to wish to progress and if there's uh an incentive for that and not for being a good sport or having fun then like some people are playing for that kick of endorphins and serotonin that you get when you like open up a new thing or get rewarded something yeah i think the moral of the story is that like you're gonna run to try hards one way or the other so try not to let them bog down your experience yeah um actually real quick uh I think like that, that was one of the things that I found was very different from going from playing World of Warcraft to playing Final Fantasy. Because in World of Warcraft, everyone are so fucking tryhard that it's downright insane. You will sometimes have to have a um, a higher item level than the dungeon you're going into before people will allow you to go with them into a dungeon. Which is like, if... If I have to have a higher item level, how am I going to get in there in the first place? Because I need to get that stuff to get that item level. And people were so fucking try hard. I remember when Alice and I were trying to go through the Legion, like the final race of that, we would spend almost an entire like six hours in the evening after I came home from work, just waiting around for people to, to join our raid because... If we died once, people would fucking leave. People were, were so fucking toxic. And that's just because, like, they. It, World of Warcraft is very much about getting to the end as quickly as possible because the main game starts at end game. That's p- apparently, like, how that game caters to you. So people are in a fucking rush to get the best gear and get as high level as possible. And if you slow them down in any single way, you are effectively hindering their experience. Whereas with Final Fantasy fourteen, I have experienced that much more of the enjoyment of the game is the game. What, what's at the end is fun and all, but the, the main thing is the main game. And that has led to as something as late as yesterday where I was like, hey, I haven't tried tanking in a while. Let me play a warrior. And I go into oh, a dungeon and I go, hey, uh, I haven't tanked in a while. So please, bear with, please be patient with me. And I may not be taking like the biggest poles and all that. And the healer throughout the entire uh, dungeon was like giving me pointers and tips and encouraging me to do all sorts of shit and re- and refreshing me on hey if you use this ability with this ability you get this and this and this to the point where at the end of the fi- uh, at the final boss they were like hey yeah so did you notice how uh, you, you did all this yeah I basically didn't heal you uh, a single time you're just, just fucking good at it great job king here you dropped this and gave, uh, gave me a commendation <laughs> on the way out like it is such a fucking night and day experience. I have never seen anything like it. 
And I think that that's because, again, for World of Warcraft, the main game is just not fun. Like, who gives yeah. a fuck about the story? Blizzard doesn't give a fuck about the story. They don't give a fuck <laughs> about you. What it, what matters is I need the big number. I, like, the people who play World of Warcraft are effectively power scalers. I just need the big fucking number. <laughs> so I need to get to the end so my number is big, huge. So I'm better than other people because I'm not in real life. And so... Everything in the game is incentivizing you to get to the end so your number can get really big. But in Final Fantasy, it's like, who fucking cares about the big number? You're already the fucking warrior of light. The closest thing that humanity has to a deity embodied in a human person. Or, or whatever race you're playing. So, fuck the number. Have fun with the adventure. I love the whole, hey, you were so good at this, you dropped this king and then drops a recommendation of the <laughs> That's like the most chat fucking thing. I love it. I'm still surprised that I like they go, yeah, hey, I didn't I basically didn't heal you a single time during this entire fight. You just took all the advice I gave you to heart. You you did really good. I'm like, you hold on, hold on, what? <laughs> what do you mean you have more you weren't healing me? Yeah. <laughs> The thing I love about Fantasy Star is after you finish the tutorial, it basically tells you you can go ahead and have fun with the world. That's basically how all games should be at the end of the day. Yeah. Fu- now I realize, like, Rebel Reborn is the tutorial. F- fucking, uh, yeah. Rebel Reborn is the tutorial, and um, Monster Honda is like, yeah, you-, you got the credits, good luck, you're now out of the tutorial. And like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm 100 hours though. in and I'm out of the tutorial? What the fuck do you mean? Yes, and you haven't even started got into the end game yet. But I'm already <laughs> in it! No, you're not. Yeah, we're gonna keep uh, giving you content. <laughs> Which, by the way, like, I guess the one thing I could laugh, I'm just... I wanted to play 14 this week. I want... Because we were gonna start Heavensward. And this... The moment we bought the sub... Is when we had the fucking power outage, and that's where all the Wi-Fi troubles started. Oh, shit. So, uh, hopefully after this call, if the internet isn't broken, we're gonna, I'm gonna go back to Heaven's Word. Alright, so, uh, I have a side quest for you. Side quest, let's go. I you, am a Dragoon. Yes, you are now level 50, correct? I am level 50 in two classes. Yes. You are now ready to find Hildebrand. Find Hildebrand. Find Hildebrand. Tell your roommate that you need to find Hildebrand. They will guide you. And you will... I wish you could record your game or anything. Because nothing will prepare you for this. Um, Okay. Um, Well, well, basically, we were going to start... I, I promise you that once I got once I started streaming, I would start Hildebrand. So. Oh right, right, right! I forgot about that. I forgot. You, but yeah, you're now ready. Like you can commence Hildebrand. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, once you start streaming, start Hildebrand. Okay, okay, okay. that is the plan. Uh, <sighs> I'm probably not going to start streaming today because I still have to go find a technician. But afterwards, you also need to have the VTuber thing gotten set up. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Oh my god. But for now, you can go and you can be a dragon racist. Yay! <laughs> As a dragoon of all things. 
You are. Uh, that's basically like a fucking uh, like specking in being a Nazi. Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's what I'm doing today. So this is gonna be fun. Imagine me changing my tune at the end of this. Maybe dragon racism is not the best thing, but we'll have that. I'll tell you about that story when I'm when I'm finished with Heaven's Word. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, do that. Anyway, you have uh, a technician coming over to look at your internet or whatever, just so that you can play the Final Fantasy. So I think now would be a great time to end the stream. Thank you for a good stream, everybody. It's Our a little, little short. <laughs> it's a little short, but you know, we we gotta make sure that Cloudy is ready for when people come and in inevitably fuck up his internet even worse than it is now, because that is the lot in Cloudy's life. Honestly, yeah. I'll let you know if the house is on fire. Bye, everybody! Bye! <laughs>